Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Sintel, DogNation.com. Folks, it was a great day to, I guess, cover the Georgia Bulldogs uh, today here on Dog Nation. Georgia picked up. What's up, everybody? By this my is count, Jeff Sintel. I think it was the 39th five-star commitment uh, or, or signee portal uh, for Georgia since um, the f- five-star commitment since Kirby Smart became the head coach in Athens in December of 2015, uh, Schmile Munden Jr., still the number one linebacker in the country, number two, that's for 24-7 sports, the number two overall linebacker for uh, on the 24-7 sports composite. Got a chance to visit with him today. Uh, got a chance to uh, – you guys were with us as we, we saw him make his college commitment, saw him do the little Russian nesting doll, babushka doll type trick. Um, as we saw all that, all that take place for um, today at Paulding County High School, big day, fun day, good to be a part of that. That was way early, uh, way earlier in the day. I also uh, spent my day uh, on the road, got to visit a couple of Georgia commits, including one major five-star commit at the same time in Brock Vandegrift. That was a good trip to uh, Bogart, Georgia, as well. Um, but the man of the hour, the man of the day so far is. Schmile Munden Jr., the five-star linebacker out of Paulding County High School in Dallas, Georgia. If you guys had to get some work done today, uh, if you guys were not able to hang around when we caught uh, Schmile for a one-on-one interview at the end of his commitment ceremony, well, you're in for a treat because you'll get to see it right now. Dog Nation, the newest newly minted Georgia Bulldog commit, Schmile Munden. We spoke to him right after his big day for you. Uh, it was surreal. It's a blessing, you know, uh, just taking it in still. I think you said a couple of times in your remarks that consistency was really big. Can you explain what consistently looks like or the, the consistency that landed your commitment? What did that look like day in, week in, and week out? Uh, just the top defense uh, year in, year out, and then consistency like uh, communication with me and Georgia never fell off at one point. Stay consistent throughout the whole process. How would you describe the way Glenn Schumann recruited you? Maybe differently than others, or did he have his own style? Um, I mean, every school really recruits differently, but uh, yeah, his, his his was good. He he did a good job. Anything that stand out? What do you what do you what what do you think were his best things that he did that really impressed you? Um, I mean, he just didn't try to do too much or try to uh, promise anything he couldn't promise. You know, a lot of there's a lot of lies in the recruiting process. He uh, he stayed honest about the whole thing. What did Kirby Smart, when you told him, when he learned, usually what happens is you commit to your assistant or the head coach and then they pass the phone around. What was yours like and what was Kirby's reaction? Uh, I committed to, uh, I told Schumann I was committed first and then after that I told Kirby Smart. But they were just happy, it was a good reaction. Now I spoke to your sister um, earlier, just a minute ago. She said uh, she has the big mouth of the family and nobody told her until this morning. What, what was that like? And you saw her show up in red today. Yeah, nah, um, I didn't tell. The only people in my family that knew were my mom, dad, and my brother. Yeah, I didn't. I, I tried to keep it with my sister. Any shout outs to your grandmother way out in uh, the Ivory Coast? Yeah, shout out to grandma. <laughs> Is this what you thought it would be or was it the best you could make of it? What was this like for you? What Kind of like what you pictured? I mean, I've never been through like the process or like nobody I know ever been through it. So I didn't know what to think of, but I just been taking it in. Smile, this is a different year. Are you done? Are you going to talk to any other schools? Are you shut down? Have you been shut down? What's the right answer for you to that question? Um, 
right answer me, yeah, I'm, I'm shut down. Cool process shut down. What does it feel like to be a part of this Georgia class? I think you're the third five-star, and I think if memory counts, I think you're the 39th five-star to choose Georgia since Kirby Smart came around. What's it like to be a part of this program now? Uh, it feels great. It feels great to be a part of the program. And I, your sister told me that she helped you with your speech. What sort of role did she play in helping you get – you nailed your speech, by the way. How helpful was she for that? Yeah, she was real helpful. Real helpful. I couldn't have done it uh, Shmama, any message out there for the fans? What, what can the Georgia people come to expect? What will they come to expect from you as a Georgia Bulldog? Uh, as a Georgia Bulldogs, um, all smiles. If I would have told you six months ago you were going to go to Georgia, what would you have said? Was that the, was Georgia the leader six months ago, or how did it? How did they take this thing? Nah, it was a couple different leaders throughout the whole process. So if it was like a football game, who was the first leader, who was the second, and then how did Georgia win it out in the end? Uh, first leader probably started off Georgia, and then Clemson, LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn, and then back to Georgia. You will enroll in January. What's the plan? Do you know when you're going to show up in January yet? What's the plan look like? Uh, no, I'm not sure about all the details. I just know I'm enrolling. Smile. Thank you for your time, man. Five-star linebacker, Paulding County High School. It wasn't as chilly as we thought it was. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, I, I guess I was probably, like the rest of you guys, kind of relishing in the fact that a Georgia Bulldog basketball player just went number one overall in the NBA draft. That was Anthony Edwards, the Ant-Man, uh, pick today, number one overall pick. I'm sure that's a great moment for Tom Kareen and his basketball program. Uh, our show tonight, we obviously want to take a few minutes and talk about Shmile Munden Jr. You saw that um, commitment ceremony right there. You saw our interview with Shmile right after the commitment ceremonies. Let me just roll through a couple of things that stood out. Um, on Before the Hedges tonight, brought to you by brought to you every Wednesday night by Kroger. Um, so he said Auburn finished second. He said at one point his uh, leader was Georgia, and then it moved to Auburn, and then it moved back to Georgia. Consistency, especially some great work here by Georgia inside linebackers coach Glenn Schumann kind of won the day for the Bulldogs here. Consistency was very big there for the versatile player. He's ranked as an outside linebacker prospect. He will be an inside linebacker at Georgia. He told me, uh, you guys heard in that interview, that he is shut down. He is not going to entertain any more calls or Zooms from any other schools. Um, his season was abruptly cut short by a slight knee injury where he had a meniscus tear. He had that repaired. Uh, Shmile Munden and the Paulding County coaching staff tell me that it shouldn't be a hindrance. as He should be almost pretty much um, ready to get after it and start maybe in the early, mid, mid-January, mid late-January workouts when he enrolls early at Georgia. Uh, Shmile Munden Jr. becomes the third five-star for the 2021 class at Georgia. His commitment pushed Georgia up to number five overall in the country uh, on the 24-7 sports team composite rankings. Uh, as you saw in our tease tonight, our headline tonight on our show, uh, we had a couple of big things we're going to get to a little bit about. Uh, there were some rankings adjustments today for 24-7 sports. I think rivals will adjust their rankings sometime in the near future where you'll see a lot of guys getting their senior year bumps or your senior year kind of breaks uh, to their recruiting rankings as well. But um, that's something that we pointed out, and we, we're going to discuss a, a little bit about that. 
as we go forward in the show. Some interesting things there. I think the big thing everybody noticed is Georgia moves up to number five. Georgia still only has 19 public commitments. I think they can take maybe four, maybe five, maybe six more. It seems Kirby Smart and the staff always tries, always finds a way uh, to find an extra scholarship or two. Um, will be pretty hard to do this time, though, in the uh, COVID-19 and the free scholarships area where uh, everybody gets a free year um, for 2020. Um, and there are rumors, there are things going to, there will be some transfer portal action for the Bulldogs, both um, inbound and outbound um, for the Georgia Bulldogs. That'd be something to monitor over the next couple of months of the season. But uh, Schmile Munden Jr., it was interesting. You saw that. Um, I'm sure we've got some clips of the play-by-play there uh, for Schmile, how his little twist to his recruiting is he had two different Georgia hats. He had a Georgia hat right in front of him at the podium. Uh, he had an LSU hat on the, off to his far right. and He reaches for the LSU hat. And underneath the LSU hat is the University of Georgia lid. Uh, I tweeted out a picture of that recently on my uh, Twitter account. But uh, it was a good day for Georgia picking up Schmile, Munden Jr. Lots of people were around. And just a quick little overview of that ceremony. I've been to a lot of them so far covering the University of Georgia recruiting. Never one quite like that, though. Uh, it was early in the morning. Social distancing was prevalent. Uh, it was about 40 degrees outside, I think, and we did it outside with masks on on the field of Paulding County High School. It was a different commitment commitment ceremony, to say the least, um, but it certainly got the attention of a lot of Georgia fans as Georgia picked up their third uh, five-star commitment for the class of 2021. As always, guys, I'm Jeff Sintel. Uh, thank you, everybody, for YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for uh, Facebook for joining us. Hope everybody's enjoying the broadcast tonight. If you're enjoying anything so far, if you feel um, – hello, that's my that's our golden doodle, Peaches. If somebody walks by, she's barking. I guess she was really happy about uh, Schmile Munden Jr. committing to Georgia uh, on this day as well. Also need to know that uh, Schmile Munden picked out the day of his grandmother – uh, his grandmother, Helen Tape's uh, birthday. Helen Tape is out in um, West Africa. She, she lives in the Ivory Coast. And they did, they decided to schedule and uh, make his college commitment today of all days because it was her 87th birthday. That's a really neat, uh, very interesting, very, very heartfelt story right there. So Smile uh, Munden Jr. is now a Bulldog. That's the big news of the day. As always, our program is brought to you by Kroger. Uh, if you're looking for Before the Hedges um, down the road, Before the Hedges, after it becomes a live stream on Facebook and a live stream on YouTube, it becomes a podcast, which you can find on the Apple podcast platform, also Spotify, also SoundCloud, or wherever your favorite um, podcast um, hookup may be. Uh, good night tonight. We've got a couple things to go over. We got to go. We got to go over. The commitment board and change to the top targets. But first and foremost, it's time to hear a word from our sponsor, Kroger. The latest on going Krogering in the Atlanta metro area or wherever your nearby Kroger might be. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online 
Choose a pickup time convenient for you and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. There you have it. Never, never, ever. I know most folks can't ever get tired of seeing that commercial uh, each and every week on Before the Hedges with our very own Brandon Adams. Another bit of news we wanted to get to for tonight was uh, there was some rankings fluctuation in the class of 2021. There are a couple of highlights. I think there's about three or four highlights for someone with a Georgia uh, a Georgia state of mind. We're looking at the 2021 recruiting rankings. First off, guys, I think I've said this before. I've said it on our forum, forum.dognation.com, that this is a different cycle where you're going to have a lot of um, – I just don't think the rankings are going to stick. They're going to feel right. They're, there's not going to be enough evaluation. You didn't really get those camps in the summer at the opening and the opening regionals because of the pandemic. You didn't really get those camps where you had a chance to uh, see good on good, the very best players in the country going up against one another. But uh, the rankings, I believe, will continue to fluctuate. But a couple of highlights I wanted to uh, point out to you right now is Amarius Mims. Uh, the highest rated Georgia commitment at this time moved up one spot at, to the nation's number two offensive tackle and also the nation's number six prospect uh, guy that I big, big ups, big fan of his game, Terry and Arnold, the Georgia target, a lot of Alabama, a lot of Florida as well with Terry and Arnold. He moved up 38 spots uh, to the number one safety in the country and the number 26 overall prospect for 24 seven sports. Big jump there for Terry and Arnold. He should continue to climb in the composite as well. But Terry and Arnold is now the nation's number one safety. And, folks, that's kind of the way I felt about Terry and Arnold and his game for quite some time. Georgia uh, had a huge mover as well. And Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, he moved up to the nation's number 10 defensive tackle on the 24-7 sports composite. And he jumped up 29 spots overall. Now he's a top 150 prospect at 149 overall. If you look at what he did on the pure isolated 24-7 sports ranking, that was even more impressive. Ingram Dawkins moved up 66 spots to the nation's number two defensive tackle and the number 20 overall recruit for, for, for the country uh, committed to the Georgia Bulldogs and South Carolina native Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, I guess Dawkins, I guess another headline here, got to make sure you know about this one, is another Georgia prospect picked up their fourth star. This time it was Kamari Lassiter, the brilliant, um, versatile athletic cornerback out of American Christian in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He picked up his fourth star, and he moved up to the nation's number 20 cornerback on the 24-7 sports composite. Kamari Lassiter jumped up something like 70, 80 spots. Going from uh, number 280 and going from, excuse me, going from number 355 in the country to number 280 or so on the 24-7 sports composite. A lot of interesting things to take a look at there in terms of ranking season. Uh, while we're at it, we've got all these rankings on our mind. Let's roll through our something we always take a look at each week. Those are the top targets for Georgia in the class of 2021. Now, the this this list is trimmed down a little bit. It's lost. It's seen a couple of guys uh, like Tyrion Ingram Dawkins and now Shmuel Munden Jr. today kind of thin things out. Uh, we've got an update to that this week. The new number eight, we still have eight targets here. And, folks, I want to tell you, 
There are eight targets on the board, and I don't think Georgia's going to get all eight of these targets. But still, these this is the best blend. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the best blend of guys who have strong interest in Georgia. Georgia has strong interest in them. Sure, other schools are vying for these guys as well. But um, Georgia has a definite need. These are the type of players I think that Georgia can fill out their class, fill out their roster with. <clears throat> and number eight, we wrote about him this week on Dog Nation. Certainly hope all of you got a chance to see it. It's this Georgia Military College graduate, Byron Young. Byron's 22 years old. And guys, when he came out of high school, he didn't want to go. He didn't really have the grades for the big boys. And he, he wasn't really feeling of going to a junior college either. So what did he do? He, he, he just jumped into the working world. He had a real normal retail time card, punch the clock type job. Byron Young was an actually an assistant manager at Dollar General. And his family has now moved from South Carolina to, to the Columbus area. Byron Young, uh, I mean, it's one of those stories that just makes you, makes you happy to see things like that happen to this young man. Georgia Military College folks told me that he's one of the top 10 players in terms of checking all the boxes they've had in the last 23 years or so of that program. Uh, physical specimen, really fast, really explosive. Uh, Byron Young, get this, guys, he didn't have a junior college season because uh, those were postponed until the spring. He still has no stars. He still has no rankings, but in late October, when he started sending out scrimmage film, the junior colleges were allowed to have 60 practice days and up to three scrimmages this fall. And he started sending out his practice film and his scrimmage film, and it caught everybody's eyes. Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia, LSU. And those offers came, and all of a sudden, he's in a much different world in terms of his future in college football. No stars, no rankings. I think I wrote this phrase, no problem for Byron Young. Really good guy to talk to. A lot of the folks at Georgia Military College, that's where DJ Daniel came from. Everybody remembers Kendrell Bell. That's where he came from. Uh, those coaches there on that staff were standing up on the table for Byron Young. He is now number eight. He's a defensive out end outside linebacker target on this week's edition of Top Targets. Number seven is Malik McCain. That's the FSU commit. Plays wide receiver. Plays for IMG Academy right now. It looks like IMG Academy is IMG Academy is on the way to that mythical national high school championship. Number six is four-star running back Donovan Edwards. We've spoken about him a lot. Did you guys see what he did last week? We don't have him in your top in, in our top tweets on our online chatter for this week. But Donovan Edwards, get this, folks. He had six touchdowns in the first half for his West Bloomfield Lakers. That was quite an achievement. Number five is Mason Smith out of Homa, Louisiana, the Terrenbone High School. Number four is Xavier Sori Jr. out of Graceville, Florida. He's actually now at IMG Academy as well. Number three is Nyland Green out of Newton and Covington, Georgia. Nyland, you hear a lot of things with him about Tennessee. Georgia sound, certainly sounds like it's in a fight there to try and keep Nyland Green in state. Uh, with the Tennessee Volunteers. Number two is Corey Foreman out of Corona, California, the Centennial High School product, uh, five-star. And number one, we mentioned him earlier today, four-star safety, Terrian Arnold out of John Paul II Catholic in Tallahassee, Florida. Terrian Arnold. 
Uh, rolling right through, you guys are used to seeing all this stuff together in bunches, so we'll just keep that tempo going. Xavier Sori is an expected announced decision timeline sometime over the next month, maybe in the rest of November. Shamar Turner, don't know how big of a chance Georgia still has with Shamar now, but Nyland Green, Donovan Edwards is in December. Mason Smith is in December. These are the anticipated decision timelines for a bunch of priority Georgia targets. Byron Young is probably going to do his December 16, 17, 18, one of those three days. That's when the junior college guys can sign as well. Hearing a lot of Auburn with him and also a lot of Tennessee. He's taken virtual visits to those schools. And when I spoke to Byron Young earlier this week, he was contemplating checking out that Auburn-Tennessee game because those are two of his top schools. Georgia is also in his top schools. Byron Young also told me that he was going to send out his top five and release his top five at the end of this month. Corey Foreman, lots of people in the industry think he might go ahead and <clears throat> excuse me, he might go ahead and make his decision during the early signing period. I don't really know about that. If I had to, if I had to, to me, it still seems like this is a guy that will likely take the longer route to the traditional national signing day. Uh, doesn't really have to hurry. And then Terry and Arnold, uh, very likely the traditional national signing day as well. Uh, you guys can hear me in the home office, in the home studio right now. I've got a daughter coming back from volleyball. Uh, practice. I got a son coming back from basketball practice. They got their favorite um, food on the go uh, items in their hands. They're making a little bit of noise. At least our dog Peaches is not barking anymore as well. One other thing I want to share with you guys, uh, two more things actually. Two more things actually would be the number of the commits for Georgia is now up to 19. Um, Georgia uh, moved up to number five nationally, as we said earlier. Um, taking a look, we kind of went through some of these guys on the uh, commitment board. Uh, you see Marius Mims there, Georgia commit. He's moved up one overall, the number two offensive tackle, the number six overall prospect. Uh, Brock Vandegrift, his ranking stayed the same. Smile Munden Jr. That's a new listing in there in, in the Georgia 2021 recruiting board. Nation's number two outside linebacker, number 25 overall prospect. You see Micah Morris, his rankings went down. David Daniel, Daniel had a slight dip. Dylan Fairchild actually moved up to the number 90 overall prospect. That's the guard for the Bulldog. Dylan was actually honored tonight as an All-American Bowl participant as well. Brock Bowers, who came in for one of those self-guided uh, visits, self-guided independent visits. He, he and his family actually bought a few tickets to the Georgia-Auburn game and attended the Georgia-Auburn game <clears throat> as well. Lavasia Carroll, he's actually moved up one spot. Jonathan Jefferson has moved up out of Douglasville. Georgia's moved up three spots. You see the big jump there, up 29 spots for Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, Jamon Dumas-Johnson, the talented inside linebacker out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, he, his rankings dipped eight spots. Dejon Nugget Warren stayed the same. Chas Chambliss actually moved up two spots in the overall, but dropped one spot in the outside linebacker rankings. You see the big boost there for Kamari Lassiter. He went from the nation's number 26 corner, to the nation's number 20 corner. He moved up 74 spots to, um, he's now in the 280 range. I think the graphic you're seeing right there has him at 355. He's now in the 280 range. Uh, Donna Mitchell is the wide receiver uh, commitment as well. Jared Wilson, 
Marlon Dean, Javon Bullard, and Jackson Meeks. Uh, Schmalmunda's decision now makes it nine uh, in-state commitments for Georgia for the 2021 cycle. There's still 10 out-of-state commitments for Georgia in the 2021 cycle. 16 of those commitments are in the SEC footprint. Uh, three of those are beyond the SEC footprint as the Georgia 2021 class comes together. You guys got a question? Facebook, how are you doing tonight? YouTube, how are you doing tonight? Um, Want to make sure you guys have a question. Feel free to drop them in the comments, and I'll, I'm almost at the point where I'm going to come by and get to all of those as well. A few things of online chatter I want to show you guys. Let's first, like, take a lap around the bases of all the Smile Munden uh, tweets that, that dropped today. I think one of my favorites, you got the, the traditional go dogs from Kirby Smart. Uh, it's kind of it's just what it is. It's the traditional go-to from Kirby Smart. Uh, Glenn Schumann had one, which was, a, which was a gif of The Rock from WWE. I think one thing that's different about the, uh, the 2021 cycle no Sam Pittman anymore. He's in Arkansas. Some of those fun, interactive uh, uh, tweets are, are gone now. The way the clever way, way Sam Pittman used to do it. Give Todd Hartley, Hartley props a little bit for how he created a Barry Bonds type big splash uh, home run gift for when Brock Bowers committed. Um, you see Glenn Schumann. You see other other folks inside the Georgia 2021 recruiting class. Tyrion Ingram Dawkins. Uh, had a shout out. He, he threw a message in Smile Munden Jr.'s way. Marius Mims had a tweet. We don't have it for you today, but he'd really been working on trying to reel that guy in. That's five star on five star recruiting right there. Smile Munden had a tweet where uh, he celebrated his commitment as well. So a lot of things going on there with um, Smile Munden, Kirby Smart, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins as well. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out to you, we mentioned it earlier about Dylan Fairchild. Dylan Fairchild and Tyrion Ingram Dawkins are actually both being honored tonight, right? At, pretty much right now as we speak by the All-American Bowl on YouTube by NBC Sports for their selections as All-Americans in this weird, weird year of the 2021 pandemic recruiting cycle. See if I can hop on YouTube, hop on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, make sure we can get a couple of questions. Everybody doing all right tonight? How's everybody doing tonight? Is everybody kind of uh, fired up by uh, Ant-Man going number one overall? Pulling up Facebook now, YouTube. Hope you guys are having fun tonight. What's everybody doing tonight? Any, any Anybody doing anything? Who was watching live uh, with us this morning um, from dognation.com? Who was watching live? What would you guys think of the ceremony? It was kind of interesting seeing now all that all that take place from outside the uh, – uh, on the field at Paulding County High School. <laughs> uh, Ace-Dog, uh, good question. So, Ace-Dog, I don't simply rank – on my top targets list, I don't uh, rank uh, these guys basically simply by how high they're rated. I think that's out there in the recruiting space. What I think is I have a, a kind of a matrix where I go by where it's a combination of need, ability, um, overall playing style, but also mutual attention, mutual affection. You know, you've got Mason Smith, who, whose rankings actually 
uh, tumbled just a little bit in the latest update. Uh, Ace Dog, uh, Mason Smith's going to be an awfully hard pull out of LSU, even with all the issues right now with LSU, with um, off the field, uh, some of the things inside the program, all the guys opting out. Uh, the package deal there with uh, Corey Foreman is also something to consider there with uh, Mason Smith. But uh, Ace, man, trust me on this one. Terry and Arnold is at number one overall for a reason. Uh, I had Terry and Arnold number one for basically the last six or seven months because when I look at Terry and Arnold, folks, I think of a slightly bigger, maybe more athletic, uh, slightly better ball skills, uh, Richard LeCount the third. Now, of course, he's not going to love Georgia, and he's not going to be a down south Georgia boy like uh, Richard LeCount. Nobody can be that. But uh, in terms of a prospect, in terms of the ability I see on tape, I covered one of his games earlier this fall. He took that sucker over. He was brilliant. And then everybody told me it was basically the type of things he does every week. Uh, Cody Ledoux calling the shot. He says UGA ends perfect with. Corey Foreman, Mason Smith, Xavier Sorey, Terry and Arnold, Nylon Green, Smile Munden, and Donovan Edwards. Uh, he said that would only be uh, good for third. Keith Simmons, we mentioned uh, Byron Young as well. <laughs> uh, Ace Dog played on it as a freshman. Well, good for you guys. I'm trying to keep everybody uh, updated. If I see some uh, questions, uh, I see some questions. I will. Uh, yeah, you know, no. Sheldon brings up a point here, guys, uh, and keep the questions coming because I like this. Uh, add some more momentum to the back end of our show, but uh, you know, I I, I kind of looked at this about six months ago, and I said. No James Williams, no problem, as long as Georgia can add Terry and Arnold. Uh, you know, you hear a little bit Miami now at the end, but to me, I do feel that Florida uh, made a, has made a push now, that impression uh, they made with the game, especially how maybe Georgia's defensive backs took it on the chin as well. Uh, I, I think I think maybe Georgia's position with Terry and Arnold and Xavier Sorry isn't quite as cozy as maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think that will be, in short, I think that will be a very contested recruitment uh, the rest of the way. Uh, reminder, you mentioned Xavier Sori earlier. Xavier Sori is uh, also, those two guys are really tight and they do want to play together in college. Um, everybody having a good night. I uh, want to make sure if you guys have a question or comment, that I make sure I make sure I get to it. It's been a long day. Love my job though, but uh, I think I was up bright and early at about five thirty a.m. Uh, getting out to Schmile Mundenville uh, in Paulding County uh, in advance of his ceremony. Uh, John Green has a has a question. Uh, John, I think that the biggest diamond in the rough right now is the inside linebacker. Uh, out of uh, Wayne County and Jessup. Uh, he's currently committed to Boston College, Trevin, Raup, Trevin Wallace. Uh, really athletic tracks guy, really fast guy, 4-5 guy. Uh, that's a name that I think is on the radar for the University of Georgia as well, especially if uh, 
they can't close with Xavier Sori. That's a name that I would uh, that comes to mind. Uh, Corey York, I, I would say that that um, your question there is, I think that's something that could potentially happen in this cycle. How's everybody feel? I want to make sure I get the pulse of you guys. How's everybody feel about black jerseys this weekend? Do you like it? Uh, do you not like it? How does everybody feel about, uh, I'm sure this is your conversations with Brandon and Mike and Connor have been about this all week, but I want to know how you guys think. Are you, are you good with the black jerseys? Are you, you, do you need to see JT Daniels and see what he can do? Or those are the things that are really on your mind right now. Little hint. I'm going to tell you right now, I'd look for uh, key members of future classes, 2022 classes, 2023 classes. I'd look for those guys to find a way to be in Athens this weekend, continuing to build momentum, very strong momentum in both of those classes, and also maybe find a way to get a chance to watch the dogs play as well. Desmond Lee, how are you? Thank you for joining as well. What does everybody – I want to know what everybody thinks right now. If I can give you three recruits to close with, three recruits to close with in the 2021 class, who would you like those to be? I'll start out first. I think the ideal close for Georgia would have to be involving uh, Mason Smith, Corey Foreman, and Terry and Arnold. Uh, good question from a bunch of guys. Uh, Sheldon Tucker looks for him, to, JT, to play no more than one quarter. Pat McDaniel thinks the jerseys will help in recruiting. Uh, let me see. Trey Kofer, he says on the black jersey subject, he feels the program needs to use them for at least one game a season. You know, Trey, I would like to I, – I wouldn't mind it if they get into a normal thing where it's not anything special, it's just tradition. You know, Kirby Smart makes the points that jerseys should not be the impetus for motivation to play well. He just wants you to play well because you're at the University of Georgia and facing a Southeastern Conference opponent. Uh, I would like to see uh, – Connor Ryan and I, and I were actually talking about this on the way to Paulding County this morning, but uh, I'd like to see Georgia's first road game, to see Georgia wear those red pants and those white jerseys that they wore against Arkansas, kind of an homage to that 80 season and – uh, those unique road uniforms they wear. I'd also like to see the last home game of the year or maybe the last SEC home game of the year be a black jersey type game. I think that would just be really uh, a neat little subject to start things off. Uh, Brian Marcoulier, uh, if I remember correctly, he is one of our um, veterans we chose to honor last week, and uh, we're still very thankful for your, his service. But he had a question about Gunnar Stockton. <clears throat> and what do I see happening there with Gunnar Stockton? Well, first of all, I don't see anything happening with Gunnar Stockton until his high school season is over with. Uh, Gunnar Stockton is one of those young men that likes to keep the main thing the main thing. And for him, the main thing would be Raven County High School chasing a Class 2A state championship. Uh, I think that's going to be at the forefront of his mind. The best relationship for uh, Gunnar Stockton and his family is still Mike Bobo at South Carolina. Coach Bobo is still the uh, interim head coach uh, at South Carolina, and I think uh, you got to kind of wait and see what happens there, maybe get through the season, see what South Carolina does with its head coach. Does the new head coach retain Bobo? 
and also Connor Shaw, who's now the quarterback's coach under Mike Bobo at South Carolina. Um, if those things happen, I think that would give South Carolina a really great shot at retaining Gunnar Stockton's commitment. If those things do not happen, then I would think Georgia would be a team to really look strongly at there because they would have the best remaining relationship uh, on the table. Uh, Noah Sheldon's got a question. Noah, I think the backup plan behind Arnold would be a current safety out of Mississippi. That's the uh, Sabatini, uh, Eli Sabatini. Kenneth Wiggins, uh, you know what we're talking about. That's a, one of the backup plans at safety uh, to think about as well. Um, I think there are a couple of others. It's kind of not the way Georgia recruits, though. Um, Chad Buchanan makes a point with his top fan status, sir. He wants to see uh, Georgia get up fairly big and be nice to see Carson Beck get some reps. Uh, Cody Taylor bringing up something we spoke about a little bit a moment ago. Uh, Ant-Man is now a Minnesota Timberwolf. Uh, Bob Fichetti, hope I got your name right there, sir. Yes, on the black jersey and Daniels to play. He feels that they need to pick up finally for this program after the Florida embarrassment. I think it's just – I think the word I have for it is a tumor. And it's the ineffective quarterback play. Georgia needs to exercise that demon. They need to cut out that tumor and they need to kind of heal and move forward because I think the the hiccups on offense are kind of stagnating the program. It's kind of it's kind of just a dark cloud over a lot of things. It's led to a lot of uh, fans have told me that it's it's just hard to get excited about Georgia football as easily as it was in the past with the current misfiring at the quarterback position and the offensive stagnation. Um, all right, guys, Facebook, good hanging out with you guys tonight. Uh, YouTube, good hanging out with you guys tonight. Um, let me see if I can make a couple more trips around, see if I can gather up any more questions. Hope everybody's having a good night. Um, Nigel Combs, I like your question here, Nigel, on YouTube, which – not so highly ranked recruit, do I think will have a big impact? Well, I think Kamari Lasseter will have a big impact. But my name is Javon Bullard. Uh, that guy is a bona fide South Georgia, I guess you would call it middle Georgia ball player, uh, making catches on offense, striking guys on defense. I think he's going to turn out to be a splendid addition. Um, Ace Dog. Uh, what is that? Is that from Kindergarten Cop? It's not a Tuma. Uh, good movie. Um, guys, it was fun today. I got a chance to uh, hang out with a five-star on his way to Georgia. That's Shmael Munden Jr. Then I got to – I was in Bogart today. Like I told you guys earlier at the top of the show, got to watch Brock Vandegrift practice, working on a couple of Dog Nation uh, projects there uh, regarding Brock. Uh, but um, really fun times today. Uh, had a lot of five-stars in my, in my windshield uh, front and center. Hope everybody's having themselves a good night. Hope everybody's enjoying some of the content we brought to you guys today on Dog Nation. I'm Jeff Sintel. Tomorrow you got Brandon Adams at 10 a.m. You got our cover forward live going at 7.30 a.m. Uh, lots of stories and everything else like that in between. I'm also on the road again tomorrow to check out another five-star prospect as well for you folks at Dog Nation. Been on the road a lot lately, I guess. It certainly feels that way. Um, but as always, another Wednesday night, we've went before the hedges. We've talked about Shmile Munden. We've talked about Brock Vandegrift a little bit. 
We've discussed the rankings, tweaks for some major Georgia target in Terry and Arnold, but also uh, Kamari Lasseter picking up his four-star. Uh, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins getting a big boot, big boost as well. And also Marius Mims moving up just a little bit in the in the among the nation's top ten players as well. Uh, you want some good news to leave this broadcast, and maybe that'll be something that I can get a, a hoorah or a go dogs or a go dog nation from all you guys. Uh, I was talking to Brock Vandegrift today, and he said that he's figured out his roommate. His roommate will be a Marius Mims. Those two guys are going to room together. Doesn't that just sound perfect? for Georgia in the future of the 2021 class, Amarius Mims and Brock Vandegrift um, rooming together. Um, of course, that does mean that Amarius Mims will be enrolling early along with um, Brock Vandegrift as well. Going to be very interesting for a lot of high school players in the state of Georgia. just want to touch on this really briefly. With the pandemic and all the schedules being backed up, it looks like the 28th and the, the 28th and the 20, 28th and the 29th, is when Georgia will host its state championships should Brock Vandegrift and its Prince Avenue Christian Wolverines uh, be alive in the hunt. Um, they would play on December the 28th, I believe. And then um, Brock could report to Georgia for bowl practices uh, that fast. That's how quickly his uh, senior year and senior season could go. Uh, Brock told me today his counselor told him this was kind of a shaky statement. Uh, or at least a wow statement when Brock told me when he heard it. Um, Brock said that uh, his counselor told him he has 15 days left as a high school student at Prince Avenue Christian. And that was kind of one of those things are getting real there for uh, Brock Vandegrift as he makes his way to the University of Georgia from Prince Avenue Christian in Bogart. And uh, I will reiterate uh, that uh, things are very bright. The future looks very bright with a five-star like Brock Vandegrift on his way to the University of Georgia. That's not a good way to end this program. If that's not a good way to draw that um, reluctant like away from you guys, hopefully I think we, we, we finally earned it there with that one. YouTube, hope you guys are doing great. Everybody have themselves a very great night. For Jeff Sintel, that's this guy right here. For Michael Carvel behind the glass, Connor Riley, Brandon Adams, BJ Sweeney, all of us at Dog Nation. We thank you for taking the time to visit with us another time on one of our Dog Nation programs brought to you by Kroger. This one is my show. It's called Before the Hedges, and I enjoyed having you guys there. See everybody later on the pages of DogNation.com. Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.